continuing our daily Bible reading on this Friday as we are in Deuteronomy chapter 23. So I've had my homemade piece of uh, a pie here that uh, one of the persons who came here for uh, uh, the food pantry set up for the food pantry tomorrow. Got a big uh, food pantry going on tomorrow for Thanksgiving meal. And I uh, already drank my cup of coffee because I got a little bit delayed by uh, people here for food pantry. So a little bit later this morning, about 10 to 11, but no matter what, I uh, want to let you know that even though things may get in your way to get to the daily Bible reading, at one point you get to read, if it's days later, um, the important thing is that we get in that word. Don't let Satan discourage you that you didn't do it on that day or the time you always did it before. He'd love to do that. The most important thing is to be in the word. There's a church uh, that's close to my community where I live in Mokina. And on their sign, they've had the, the Bible verse that says, uh, the word of God is alive and active. And I thought about that in a couple of ways. Uh, it doesn't mean it's always alive in our community because the word of God certainly isn't alive in, in the United States today. Many people uh, don't know anything at all about the Bible or they know very little about the Bible or what they've heard about the Bible. They're afraid of getting into it. The Bible is certainly under attack on whether it's really the word of God and uh, 100% um, all of that is false. That's the devil lying to us. You need to be in that word. I challenge you as you get in this word uh, to, to try to dispute it. Um, I mean, try to, uh, uh, you know, listen to those um, uh, the disputes that people uh, raise. And then, but as you and I get in the word, the more we get in, into it, the more I get into it, the more the Holy Spirit definitely convicts me. This is the inspired word of God. There is no way in the world uh, this stuff was made up. You could not make this up. Truth is always stranger than fiction. Uh, there's no soap opera that's any, any better or uh, that can match any of the stories that we've read so far uh, in scripture. Um, so that, that ought to verify that. And the more you're in that word, the more the Holy Spirit gets a hold of you. And that's a good thing. Uh, so let's be in that word. So kind of an introduction to chapter 23. Here's a good example of what God means when he summarizes the commandments by saying, love God and love your neighbor. Because all that's in chapter 23 reminds us of ways and shows us of ways that we love God and that we love our neighbor. Verses 1 through 8 talk about uh, the those exclu excluded from the assembly. Now, here's the thing. God said we ought to live holy, and holy means we live a different kind of life. Our morals are different. Our actions are different. And so God describes all the, many of those things uh, that are true of those within his assembly and that they do their best to try to keep that. It doesn't mean we hate people that do those things that he says uh, should be excluded here. We certainly love them. We want to bring them in, uh, but when we bring them in, it also means that they we need to change our lifestyle. We need to be, have a lifestyle that coincides with God's way. Because remember, God's way is a way that we're truly blessed. God's way is a way of sacrifice, of, of, of bridling ourselves from, from not just doing whatever our sinful nature wants us to do, uh, but getting it in line with God. When we let our sinful nature get going, then then that just takes us further and further away from God. It makes us think that we're God. It, it makes us think that, that we're made in, uh, that God is made in our image and we kind of recreate God. No, we want to follow the ways of God. So verse one talks about probably some of the detestable practices, probably voluntary uh, uh, self-mutilation. Uh, uh, there were four nations around them which practiced this. And, and God says, no, that's not us. Um, also true is, is in the marriage relationship and, and children being born, any forbidden union, uh, any person that comes in through that is not a part of the assembly. Um, again, we're trying to keep that uh, um, uh, 
make it unique, those who are part of the assembly. When he says to the 10th generation, just a little side note, I, I read in the commentary in my Bible, 10th means forever. Think about it. How many commandments are there? 10. Do we need any more? No, they're complete. Um, so 10th is, is definitely uh, meaning that, that forever. Um, the Ammonites and the Moabites that he mentions in verse 3 um, worship foreign gods, fallen gods, or, or uh, uh, false gods, and, and God didn't want to, them to be infiltrated so that they would pull God's people for, away from the truth, um, besides all the things that they'd done to them earlier, which we, you read about in the rest of that paragraph uh, in verse 3 through 6, and, and you, know, you can read about it as you go back in Genesis and Exodus. Um, the, you are not, and then verse 7, though, reminds them of family. The Edomites were the, were the descendants of Esau. Remember Jacob and Esau, brothers? And, and so they're to keep that relationship they, they have with them. With the Egyptians, remembering then again that, that they had spent quite a time in Egypt and God had worked on them in Egypt and, and God had grown them as a nation there in Egypt. Um, and, and so there too, and it reminded them of the fact that really uh, we are a slave to sin until God comes and brings us out. And, and so that, uh, the Egyptians were a constant reminder of that. Then, notice when it comes to battle, um, now remember, the battles we have in life are because of sin in the world, yet God promises to come and battle along with us. He sent his son Jesus to battle sin and death and hell for us and win the victory. Unfortunately, this side of heaven, there are continuing to be battles. Um, and, and God says, so when you go into battle, remember you're a unique nation, you're a unique people, and so therefore your actions and the things you do ought to set you apart. And he talks about those things, things that are that are clean and are unclean, unique way that they that they uh, keep the camp clean, both both physically. Um, when he talks about uh, you know make sure you bury the excrement um, and any any sperm or or uh, urine that gets on the ground is to be is to be dealt with in a special way because he says, look what he says in verse 14, because the Lord your God walks in the midst of your camp. God is there with you. Not that God's afraid that he's going to step in some poop. That's not the point. The point is, though, is that God is with us in this, and we are God's people, and we are unique, and so the way we live and we carry out what we do ought to be unique. Then the miscellaneous laws are just good examples of loving our neighbor. If, if someone's slave from another nation uh, comes into your, your family, into your midst, you're to treat them like a human being. You're to love them and care for them and bring them in. Um, and, and then make sure that you don't follow any of the practice of nations around them. The cult prostitutes, both male and female, in their fertility uh, religions that they had, they thought that that was some way they could appeal to God. And, and God says, you're not going to follow any of that at all. Um, the way you treat each other, 19, it, we are family, so you don't charge interest on loans. Remember, God gave us everything we have. Uh, we're to be generous. We're to be gracious in the way that we deal with people. Um, you can charge it to a foreigner, uh, but not to a brother or a sister in Christ. To a foreigner would just be a, a, just a good practice. Um, obviously not in a usurious kind of way, uh, but in a, in a caring way too. Um, in your making of vows, when you make God a vow, make sure your word is true. Uh, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth. God's word is always true to us. When he makes a vow to us and a promise to us, he always, always, always keeps it. We ought to be the same uh, as well. And then verse 24 and 25 says, we ought to be generous to those who, who come, come our way. Um, you can pick some of the... Um, some of that that's in the field, God says, uh, that you're just going to eat, but don't hoard it. Don't don't take more. Don't be uh, um, um, 
you know, don't don't do that, uh, but do it uh, um, in a way that's not going to be uh, not going to be harming them. So uh, some great words there on, like I said, applying loving God, uh, making sure we live in a way that that honors God and who He is and what God tells us to do, and then also loving our neighbor as ourselves too. So God bless you as you read. Uh, we'll finish the week out uh, tomorrow on Saturday.